Welcome to the Communicate for Good podcast, where leaders on a mission to make the world a better place come to talk and learn about how communication, language, and words can help increase awareness, revenue, and impact with less stress and more joy. I'm your host, Erica Mills Barnhart, and I'm so excited you're here with me. Let's dive right in. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. I am very glad you were here. One of the things I love about being an entrepreneur is you get to try a lot of things. You get to see what works, what doesn't, and then course correct or do do what you think is the next best step. Failing, fast, slow, or otherwise, (laughs) at any other pace, it's part of the deal. I've been doing this for almost 20 years, and I have tried a lot of things, whole bunch of things have gone great and other things not so much. Failure has a bad rap. It, you know, and it can feel yucky, right? It can feel yucky. But when I look at the history of the word, I get a little a little sense of peace, right? Because failure is truly just part of life. One of the definitions is simply to run out, come to an end. No shame, no blame. The chapter or season has simply come to an end. So as we leave summer in our rearview mirror and welcome fall, I'm assessing what carries into the new season and what do I bless and release. One thing that just wasn't working the past two seasons, because I brought it in in spring, so we tried it out in spring and summer, was this podcast's name. We changed it to Communicate I.O. Now, is Communicate I.O. an incredibly effective, powerful framework that leaders can use to communicate with clarity and confidence? 100%. I'm going to go over it again um, in case you're new to the podcast or it isn't imprinted in your brain yet, because you know I want you to have this in your toolbox. So we'll get there. Thing was, energetically, it just wasn't working. I ju- it just kept feeling off. And again, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know. Being attentive to the energetics of language is absolutely essential to effective communication. Really, the work is to channel the energy of words and language and silence and all the elements available to us that are part of communication. I am excited about Communicate I.O. as a framework. I plan to teach it, to use it, you know, to put it to work for my clients. But as of today... I'm excited to tell you that I'm relieving it of its duty to serve as the title of this podcast. The new name will be Communicate for Good. Now, this, my friends, has an energy I can get behind. (laughs) Uh, And it's also the point, right? Communicate I.O. is a process and communicate for good is the point, right? I do what I do so that you... Amazing, purpose-centered, mission-driven leaders, coaches, entrepreneurs that you are know exactly, precisely how to communicate for the good of yourself, your team, your organization, your community, and the world. I mean, heck, let's just go galactic, the good of the entire universe. (laughs) Setting hyperbole aside, that really is what Claxon is all about. It's what it's always been around, right? Communicating for good. Communicating in a game-changing way, in a transformational, transformative way. When I work with um, clients one-on-one, you know, who want to level up their leadership, that's good. They're clear on their communication style. They know what to say, when, and how. Their confidence skyrockets. 
When I work with teams, that's good. They understand each other better. There are fewer communication misfires and mishaps. Less time and energy is frittered away on wondering what the heck did so-and-so mean with the what, what? I mean, 20% of most employees' time is wasted on miscommunication. That 20% of their time can be redirected to mission. And that's good. That is communicating for good. When I work with organizations to create messaging about the why, what, who, and how, what they do, their unique and wonderful way of making the world a better place, that's good. Plus it's fun. All of it's fun, right? Like Mamby Pamby messaging is a turnoff. No one has the time or energy to figure out what you do, no matter how magical and high impact it may be. Our post-COVID brains are tired. They're so tired, right? That level of clarity on mission, vision, values, and purpose, being able to answer the question, what do you do in a way that is clear and compelling and repeatable, right? That's energizing. That's motivating. It brings alignment internally. It's like, brings confidence to your people because like, you know, you you have high-performing people, right? For the most part, they want to be able to answer that question with clarity and confidence. Um, It's like a bummer. It's a buzzkill to be like, well, um, right? It's just, it's so, it's so inspiring to watch organizations kind of transform when they get the words uh, to talk about what they do, why they do it, how they do it for whom. It's like a magnet for your ideal customers, clients, donors, volunteers, and all the hu- all the humans, not all the humans, general public, not a target audience, as as you know, but the people that do matter to you being able to achieve your goals, your vision um, in the way you want. Those people, it's all good, right? Truly good. So that's why I'm excited about um, communicate for good. So henceforth, that will be the name of this podcast: communicate for good. The format will remain the same more or less is going to remain the same. Um, It's just the name that's changing. One of the reasons I transitioned to communication from marketing was to broaden the tent. Marketing, it's super important. I'm doing a lot of work with clients right now, helping them create their marketing plans. It's really important. And I, I love that work, but it's just one element of a broader array of communication elements uh, that you need to have right? If you want to kick ass and take names and rock the world in your very own way. Um, And it also, even though I know there are entire legions of people dedicated to internal marketing, I I want to acknowledge that's a thing, but the mindshare, at least for me, and this truly could just be me, the mindshare of marketing is very external. This could be the nature of the work I've done for 20 years. Um, It sounds external. And the reality is the distinction between internal and external is arbitrary. It's arbitrary. It's a faux distinction. The words that go out of an organization come from within the organization. Energy and words that come into the organization from the external, you know, there's an exchange there, a dynamic that is happening. And so communicate and moving from marketing to communicating was really intentional. It was to bring intention or attention to the fact that um, it's all connected, it's all related, right? So communicate for good is the big, big, the big, the big umbrella under which all of Clax's methods and frameworks and teachings and toolkits and all the rest of it can happily cohabitate and mingle. I wanna go over the key elements 
with you and for you right now? Because again, I know people um, join the podcast or dip in or dip out. I'm an active podcast listener. I totally get it. And so there's there's three that I want to talk about in this episode that really are the core of Communicate for Good. The first is the energetics of language. And there's an episode a little ways back called Why Words Matter. For more on this, you can go listen to that episode. Link will be in the show notes. So the deal with the energetics of language is words have energy. The space between the words also has energy. The way you say them gives them energy. But the words themselves, because of how often or less often they are used, they have an energy to them. They have a nature to them. They also, because they are part of the universe, abide by the universal laws of physics and thermodynamics. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? All the, all, all of the universal laws. So once you understand that, and like, it's sort of interesting, and I mentioned this in this other podcast, but I find it endlessly fascinating, so just can't help but mention here, that we separate out words like they're separate from all the other matter in the universe that, that are going to help you channel. So the first is the Claxon method. Right. And this is so great for teams. It gives you common language. And it's all teams. It's not just your marketing and communications team or your fundraising team, right? All teams, when it comes to communication, because teams that aren't like anointed as a communication and marketing team, you are still communicating externally all the time, right? Uh, with your external stakeholders. So the Claxon method, super simple. Always start with what is what does success look like? What are our goals? What outcomes are we looking to achieve? What? Who is our target audience? Who are we looking to reach? Under, you know, there's a bunch underneath this. Like, what do they care about? What do they, you know, how do we need them to feel? What do we need them to know? All of that. But fundamentally, it's what? Who? Who are we communicating with? And then how are we going to communicate with them in a way that will resonate, in a way where our message will land, in a way where they we are up in the odds that they will take action? That's a Claxon method. What? Who? How? Always in that order. And uh, the reason needs to be on the order is oftentimes we leap to the how, and then there's all sorts of mayhem that ensues, chaos that ensues, and chaos is costly. So that's one way to channel the energy of language. Messaging is a how. Let me just be real explicit about that, okay? Messaging is a how. It comes last, not first. Communicate I.O. The I is for input. The, app, the O is for outcomes. This is so helpful uh, in terms of considering how you're communicating um, interpersonally, okay? So the real important um, shift here that is just, it's a game changer is, we, you know, oftentimes leaders are taught to think about like, what do I need or want someone to know, feel, and do? And it's in that order, no, feel, do, no, feel, do. You probably heard it before. What I suggest is that you rearrange that and you say, what, how do I need someone to feel? in order to do, to, to, to be open to knowing the things that I would like them to know and to doing the things that I would like them to do that I'm going to invite them to do. When you rearrange the order and you start with the feel, like with outcome, right? The feeling outcome, uh, it, it just rearranges things instantly, right? It's like, it's almost like waving a magic wand, but we're not trained, right? That's like, Ooh, that's like the heart stuff. That's like really woo woo. Um, it's not, um, it's really effective and it's based on research. Um, so let's go, let's go with that. Let's go with that. So let's communicate. I, oh, it's a different way to pluck <clears throat> the words that are going to work for you, given the situation that you're in or facing or whatever you want to accomplish. Okay. So energetics of language, that's the premise. And then the two ways to help you uh, channel language 
is the Klaxon Method, what, who, how, and communicate I.O., starting with how you want and need someone to feel the outcome, the feeling outcome. Okay. In sum, final thoughts. Failure is healthy. I oopsed. I thought Communicate I.O. was going to fly high. And as the name of a podcast, it just never took off. So I'm liberating it from this duty and freed it up to work as magic as a teaching and as a framework. And you're going to hear me talk. I'm still going to talk about it um, on this podcast probably all the time. Um, it's just not going to be the name of the podcast. All words have energy and effectively channeling that energy is what allows you to get massive, epic results in short order. Work the Klaxon method, use Communicate IO, just see what happens for you, your team, your organization. You know, they're so simple that you can adopt them and try them and play with them really quickly. There's a robustness, right? There's, there's a lot more to learn with each of these. But even if you just take what you just heard um, and learned and start applying it, uh, you can really get some transformational results. If you're feeling, if it, like you heard like, oh, Erica's changed the name of the podcast because it didn't feel right. I kind of have a thing that I think is not serving us anymore, aka that might be failing. But you aren't sure like how to figure out if it is working or not. Give me a shout. That's why I'm here. I'm here to help people like you communicate for good, whatever that context may be. So thank you for being on this journey with me, for being committed to finding ways that work, uh, for being up for letting go of things that are no longer serving us, you know, for being like failure, rock on. You're amazing. Next episode, I have uh, an amazing guest joining me who has a lot to share. Oh my goodness, so much to share about leadership and communication and doing good. I am really excited to share this conversation with you. In the meantime, my friend, do good, be well, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Communicate for Good podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would right here, right now, go rate and review the podcast. Your review will help even more purpose-driven leaders, teams, and organizations learn how to use words to change the world. To find more ways that communication can help you increase awareness, revenue, and impact, head on over to www.klaxon.communicationnos.com.